0: This is Toronto Today on TSN 1050, the voice of Toronto sports.
1: Oh, I can listen to Green Day all day. Welcome back to Toronto Today. Here on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, and on the iHeartRadio app, I'm Andy McNamara with you until 1 o'clock. You can get us on Twitter at tsn1050radio, myself at andymc81. Giveaways coming up in about 10 to 12 minutes. The Fantasy Sports Show, folks. You can visit thefantasysportshow.com. Going to be huge. Huge! August 25th to 27th. At the International Center in Mississauga, you're going to have experts from across North America in all fantasy sports. You're going to have Michael Bisping, the UFC middleweight champ, in the house. You're going to have guys from the Fantasy Footballers podcast from the Fantasy Sports Network. I'm going to be there. You're going to have like there are some huge stars and tons of stuff. Like you're going to have a tailgate experience. There's going to be beer gardens. You're going to be able to ask experts on for fantasy tips. It's going to be halftime show, collectibles, interactive stuff. There's the Playline Interactive Sports area where they're setting up pre-NFL draft Draft Combine tests, and you can try to compete against your friends and see how you do. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people pulling some hamstrings. Someone who we hope does not pull anything, Tim Graham from the Buffalo News. Tim, how's it going,
0: buddy? I pulled a... Uh, well, the fast one's not quite the right term. <laughs> well... We, I, it's a famous term. It's a famous term in sports. So I'm not saying it as though a lot of people would think. But I pulled a boner at 11:30. Oh. Oh you know, my. people think of Mer- Merkel's boner. You know, the famous baseball play. Right. And uh, so yeah, I I 11:30 came. I'm I'm trying to mobilize my family for a little weekend trip to go watch uh, baseball in Pittsburgh. And I was away from my phone, so uh, totally. Uh, Totally absent-minded uh, move on my part. It's not a
1: problem at all, sir. Glad to have you on. Well, Joe then called. He got my ears. like, it went to voicemail again. I thought, oh, Tim is like, he's trolling us from Buffalo. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'll come
0: on. Yeah, say it, 12
1: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought you were tweeting at 1130. That would have been like uh, oh, the icing.
1: That would have been great. Up to nothing, just sitting here. Like, ooh, that Tim Graham. We, <laughs> Wish I had
0: something to do today, something worthwhile. Anyway,
1: <laughs> we were thinking you might have been trying out and getting your arm ready to uh, go be a quarterback with the Jacksonville Jaguars. According to Pete Prisco and Doug Marone, uh, Blake Bortles is. Uh, it seems like he could be on the bubble. That's pretty ugly. Down yeah, there.
0: I, we were investigating what the minimum salary is uh, for NFL player. I, I don't know that I could start, but I might be able to make that depth chart. Sure.
1: Like, here's the problem, though. Like, and, and we'll get to the AFC East and of course the Buffalo Bills, but with the Jacksonville Jaguars, they didn't do anything to push Bortles at all. Your other options are Chad Henney and Brandon Allen. Uh, where, like, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, I know there's not many of them. Uh, where do you go? Like, y- you have to go with Bortles, don't you? Like, are you going to really go with Chad Henney?
0: Well, a couple of months ago, I recall thinking to myself, "Wow, Chad Henney's still in the league." Uh, And that was, uh, you know, I covered Chad Henney down with the Miami
1: Dolphins. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, he wasn't all that great then. And that was when he was a young player with upside Mm -hmm. and, you know, the whole thing. And uh, it just didn't work out for him. He just never seemed to have it. And uh, he's been, you know, poking around the NFL for a few years now and hasn't been able to break through, given a bunch of different opportunities and uh, I, this is, uh, if Chad Henney were to emerge as the starter, it would be not because he won the job in a classic sense. It would be because that's how bad the Jaguars' situation is.
1: Yeah, like, like that. It would be so bad he would do it. He's 32 years old. One of those backups that just kind of hang around forever. Kind of like clipboard Jesus, Charlie Whitehurst, right? He's just, he just, just around. Like, what a great job. NFL backup quarterback, you just kind of hang around and and just uh, exist, and you get a decent payday. So, you know, it's good work if you can get it. But uh, Tim, I wanted to go over yeah. the, um, the, the the Dolphins sure. game last night with the uh, the Ravens. Jay Cutler's premiere, three of six. Uh, I'm not overly surprised, you know, didn't do a lot of work just to get his feet back underneath him. Um, my question is going to be going forward is what type of shape he's in. Because as we know, there's, you know, treadmill TV shape and there's football shape.
0: Yeah, that's right. And uh, he, he joked and a lot of people took it seriously and uh, it was blown up into a knock against Jay Cutler. And and I'm no Jay Cutler fan, so I'm not here to defend him. But he was joking when he said, look, it doesn't matter what kind of condition I'm in. I'm, I'm just the quarterback. And a lot of people just went ape over that. But let's let's uh, compare him to a guy that uh, a lot of casual fans probably confuse him with, Kyle Orton. <laughs> Kyle Orton was signed off the couch eight days before the Bills' 2015 season. No, wait, 2014 season, Doug Marone's last. Right. Because they were so disappointed with what they had uh, in E.J. Manuel. And he came in and, and guided the Bills to a 9-7 and seven record. The Bills, the 17 <laughs> years without the playoffs, Bills actually had uh, a record that was above 500 uh, twice in that span, and one of them was with Kyle Orton off the couch. So I'm willing to give Jay Cutler the benefit of the doubt here, let him knock the rust off, uh, because um, – uh, I think that, you know, a three for six, you know, just throw that away last night. It really doesn't matter. No. That's just getting your, getting your feet wet, trying to get his sea legs, you know, whatever uh, cliche you want to <laughs> use. But he still has two games to get in shape, plus a bunch of practices. And, um, you know, I think that he'll probably be a pretty serviceable quarterback, certainly a lot better than Chad Henning.
2: Well, yeah,
1: right. And, and the fact yeah. is, too, What well, get me into how are the Dolphins going to survive? It's like, well, Ryan Tannehill's not that good. Right, Like, you're not losing Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady here. Like, he's not a great quarterback. So if you have someone who can come in, knows Adam Gase's system, makes a ton of sense for at least a year, right? Like, it made the most sense to me.
0: Well, the thing about Ryan Tannehill, I am a bit of a fan uh, because he does have mobility. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he's a good complement to Jay Ajayi. You know, they have that... Um, you know they're going to they're clearly going to be a run first team. Yes, Jarvis Landry is there. They do have some threats in the passing game, but they're going to have to dial it down with Kyle Orton there, or excuse me, see there <laughs> I go there you with go. Uh, Jay Cutler there, and um, I you know Jay Ajayi is going to be the guy. You know he's going to be the the nucleus of that offense at least you know at least for the first few weeks until uh, Kyle Orton. See there I go again. <laughs> Jay Cutler uh, <laughs> finds his way a little bit more. But, yeah, I, I'm okay with it. It's not a huge drop-off. Um, uh, right, but I do prefer Ryan Tannehill uh, quite a bit more than I do Jay Cutler.
1: Right, at least from a youthful standpoint, yeah, adds that little bit of mobility. Now, getting to the Buffalo Bills here, uh, and you tweeted out uh, on Twitter, at by Tim Graham, uh, an article, uh, Tyrod Taylor wobbles in Philly, but Bills fans should resist QB controversy urge. Through a couple picks Bills are 0-2 in the preseason, and Tyrod Taylor didn't look great. Uh, why should Bills fans not panic right now?
0: Well, because it's only the second game, yeah. you know, similar to the the philosophy that we're talking about regarding Jay Cutler. Um, although this is you know not a knock-the-rust-off rust type situation for Tyrod Taylor, uh, but it is a new offense that's still being installed by the new offensive coordinator, Rick Dennison. Um, and there are some... You know, problems with the offensive line. Cordy Glenn, his best uh, tackle, has not been able to play because of a foot injury. And Sean Troll Henderson, they've been um, weaving him back and forth between left tackle and right tackle series by series throughout the preseason. So it's hard for that offensive line to get in a rhythm. Uh, they just traded away Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, let's face it, Tyrod Taylor looked pretty good in the first preseason game when he threw his first three first three snaps were three completions to Sammy Watkins. You take him out of the mix, and now his best receiver is Anquan Bolton, who was playing his first game with the Bills last night. And, um, okay, so then let's look at the next guy, Nathan Peterman, the rookie that everybody loves the rookie. Well, think of all the second and third round rookies, uh, or even first round rookies that still struggle in their first season. Nathan Peterman was the eighth quarterback off the board, taken in the fifth round. There's a reason for that. Right. He's playing, and he looks good. Uh, but he's also playing uh, – the first game was with the third stringers going against the third string defense of um, of the um,
1: – Eagles.
0: Uh, no, the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, the, the last first game. game. Yeah. Guys who aren't going to, you know, make the NFL roster probably. And then last night he leapfrogged T.J. Yates to uh, start with the second team. But still, he's second team against second team um, – So let's not get too excited. And he didn't exactly light it up. He had a couple of nice throws. But I know Bill's fans well enough. The reason I wrote that story is because I could hear it in my ears before the (laughs) game was over. Uh, Talk radio fielding those phone calls from Bill's fans uh, regarding, you know, it's time to uh, turn the page on Tyrod Taylor. He is what he's going to be. We've seen all the, let's give the kid a chance. Oh, boy. But, You know, Tyrod Taylor really hasn't had a chance, and in some ways, you can say he's even being set up to fail. Um, I mean, not intentionally, but when you trade away Sammy Watkins, uh, that's a big blow. And um, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, especially if in the third preseason game, as you know, Andy, that's the game where that looks most like a regular season football game because the starters play into the third quarter on both sides, Uh, but you're not game planning for the other side. Uh, you're just trying to still install your offense. So there's a bunch of things that a bunch of mitigating circumstances that say, look, it's not. Uh, let's not do anything uh, silly here. With uh, uh, as far as uh, you know, getting, trying to turn the page already on Tyrod Taylor.
1: Well, the thing is, too, Tim, you have defense. Opposing defenses are still keeping vanilla like they might blitz but they're not showing their packages so that's why with rookie quarterbacks that look good in the preseason will come regular season defensive coordinators salivate over that they'll throw fakes little odd looks whatever to confuse them so you can't get an accurate read really and as you said especially when you're facing second or third teamers like that's where people have to pump their brakes right
0: Yes, although the Eagles did blitz quite a bit last night, and this is the red flag for me in watching uh, Tyrod Taylor last night. When you don't have Sammy Watkins out there, you don't have a guy who can stretch the field. You're going to be throwing to a bunch of different underneath guys and guys who ne- aren't necessarily known as um, elite receivers when it comes to one-on-one matchups. You know, winning a one-on-one battle against a cornerback, um, you know, down the field is that. That allows defenses to come hard at Tyrod Taylor, to blitz five, to blitz six, or to blitz one or two, I should say, to send five or six guys, um, and put pressure on him, make him run, which is dangerous also. It's a dangerous proposition for defense to do Mm -hmm. that because Tyrod Taylor is dangerous. But if you can get pressure on him with a line that... You know, might be banged up a little bit. Maybe you want to look at age factoring in with guys like Richie Incognito, and you hate to say it, Eric Wood, because uh, it doesn't seem like he was drafted all that long ago, but in reality he was when you take a look at, uh, you know, those lists of how the Bills were built. uh, He's one of the longest tenured Bills. Um, And then you have, you know, an injury at left tackle with Cordy Glenn. So Tyrod Taylor, you know, he's not going to have a lot of time back there. Uh, So that's – That is the red flag that I saw last night when I said, well, you know, (laughs) this is what happens when you get rid of Sammy Watkins. And uh, that uh, that could get ugly. We might see Nathan Peterman out of necessity at some point. If he gets smacked Uh, around, uh, yeah. If the Bills can't figure that out.
1: Well, what about Zay Jones, Tim? Because second-round pick out of East Carolina, ran a 4.4540. I-, I thought the second round was a perfect spot for him going to Buffalo. Now, if you had a healthy Sammy Watkins, I thought he would have been a great complimentary piece. But he can- he seems like somebody that you could pop outside or inside, great on jump balls. Um, the-, the 4.4540 is a bit deceiving as a true burner, but he's got some size. Like uh, Would would he be an outside threat for whoever the quarterback is?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to turn out to be that way, especially with Rod those have dogged him throughout his career and he was really emerging. He was having an impressive camp and I think the bills were counting on him not to be nearly as good as Sammy Watkins, but at least play that role of strength the top up every now and then. Uh, and uh, he's carted off the field last night didn't look good. you know all the players were surrounding him almost as though you know their hearts were going out to him. That's never a good sign because they know they hear what the training saying uh, and they know his history so, Rod Streeter, strike him from the mix. But the so one thing, especially for Bills fans who might be panicking, is that if you take a look at the unit as it is now, we haven't even mentioned Jordan Matthews, who came to yeah. uh, the Bill in the trade for uh, Ronald Darby, and he's been a very serviceable receiver with Philadelphia. Um, you know. But, again, not a Sammy Watkins, but comes out of that 2014 receiver class and has held his own. Uh, so you take a look at the top three receivers this year of uh, what will be Anquan Bolden, Jordan Matthews, and Zay Jones, that's not so bad. And it's really not all that bad when I mean, you compare them to what they had last year. You had an injured Sammy Watkins. You had Robert Woods, who's now, they're both with the Rams now. And then after that, it was, you know, you throw your hands up. Uh, tight end uh, Charles Clay, he, he came to the Bills. Uh, you know, they stole him away from the Dolphins uh, with that offer sheet. Uh, and he's been super disappointing. Uh, but if they can find a way to keep him healthy, uh, battling through those, uh, those knee injuries, uh, that, and he doesn't really, he's, he plays in the games, but he's limited in practices a lot, which hurt him last season, talking about Charles Clay. But if they can get him into more of a rhythm with that offense, that's not, that's, that's not a bad receiver group, I don't think.
1: Yeah, like especially since Sammy Watkins was injured a lot of last year. Anyway, you had to live without him. Uh, last one for you here, Tim. How is the AFC East going to look standings-wise at the end of the year? Obviously, the Patriots will pen them in at first. Um, after that, though, the Jets look like they are in full-fledged tank mode. And then the, the, the only two interesting ones to me kind of are, are the Dolphins and, and the Bills as far as for that 2-3 spot. How do you see it?
0: Yeah, you know, who's the... Everything's a bit of a mess after the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, you said you can go ahead and uh, you know pen them in with ink. Uh, go ahead and do it cement, blood, whatever <laughs> you want to do. That's uh, because the Chats, like you say, tank. The Dolphins are in a bit of a crisis situation. This was you a know, team that made the playoffs last year looked good, thought they were going to surge even more, and then they lose their quarterback. Um, yeah, I think Jay Cutler is going to work out okay, but is... Is he good enough to get him to the playoffs? Uh, I'm not so sure of that. And then the Bills. So, I mean, you take a look at the quarterback situation, which is a number one most important uh, position on the field uh, and determinant of how you're going to be successful in the standings. And who's the second-best quarterback in the AFC? We're just talking about the Bills having a a potential quarterback situation brewing uh, with a fifth-round rookie. Uh, You have Jay Cutler signed off the street and uh you know whatever's going on and with the Jets Hackenberg or you know Josh McCown I mean it's I know that you as a Browns fan uh I know that story (laughs) Josh McCown so (laughs) I think you know Patriots it's going to you would almost it would almost be a a disappointment if you're a Patriots fan and your team doesn't sweep the division um maybe they lose one or two but it's it's going to be ugly I, I don't I don't see another team emerging from the AFC East to even to to really challenge for a wild card berth after, say, week twelve right. or week thirteen. I think it's going to be all she wrote.
1: Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be wide open in the AFC when it comes to the wild card spot. Uh, Tim, thank you so much. Enjoy the family vacation, and we'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, Andy. Good uh, talking with
1: you. All right, you too. That is Tim Graham from the Buffalo News on Twitter at by Tim Graham. Always great chatting with Tim there. And yeah, it's... For Buffalo and Miami, like, I see Miami regressing there, but it all depends... It really, I think it depends on on uh, on Cutler. And the thing is, too, it might not all be his fault or running back J.'s fault. Because the offensive line was weak to begin with. You lost the starting tackle. Uh, the defense... The front seven is still good. It's... Uh, man. They might finish second just out of almost default, but I don't see them being a wild-card team. It's going to be wide open, though. Like, if you look at wild-card options, AFC North is weak. The Ravens, who beat the Dolphins yesterday 31-7, Joe Flacco was back issues, even if he plays. The offense, very lethargic. Defense, bland. Cincinnati Bengals took a big step back last year. Who knows what they're going to do? My poor Browns, I'd love for them to contend for the playoffs, but I'm not an idiot. So Pittsburgh's going to win that division. But then you go again, okay, well, where's the wild card come from? And so maybe it's two teams coming out of the AFC West. But the AFC is wide open when it comes to, uh, to wild card spots. Like, even in the South. Okay, Houston, Indy, and the Titans. Well, the Colts, Andrew Luck up and down. I don't see them doing too much. The Texans. All right, Tom Savage slash Deshaun Watson. Could be the Titans to win there. Is another wildcard team going to come out of that? And then even the AFC West, like Kansas City uh, surged last year. Oakland Raiders, Derek Carr before he got injured, amazing. Chargers suck. Broncos, I don't think are going to be in the mix. Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch not doing it for me, and you're wasting a top-tier defense, much like the Houston Texans are, unable to figure out the quarterback situation. So, yeah, that, those wildcard spots in the AFC. That's going to be an interesting um, battle. All right. Got some giveaways, folks. You want a prize? The Fantasy Sports Show. Okay? And you can visit it on the web. com. is going August 25th to 27th at the International Center in Mississauga. It's the expo for all your fantasy sports needs. Football, baseball, hockey, NFL, CFL. I'm going to be there doing an NFL and CFL Fantasy Football Seminar on the Saturday uh at 12.30 and I think 4.30. It's Hall 5 at the International Center. But they have interactive stuff. They have beer garden. They have games. Uh, you can do like combine, do 40-yard dashes, jumps and all that. They got uh, collectibles, uh, midway. And really, if you want fantasy sports advice in any sport, you got DraftKings there you got guys that you can answer, ask questions to, get ready. There's going to be a huge uh, uh, actual fantasy draft taking place, and and you can do mock drafts and everything. It's, It's going to be a lot of fun. And they're going to have a special guest, Michael Bisping from the UFC. He's going to be there. And we'll talk to the head organizer of the Fantasy Sports Show, Mikey Singer, at 1230 to get the full rundown. But it is going to be a fun weekend. So the prize, I have four tickets. To give away. Plus a gift basket filled with a whole bunch of goodies. So four tickets and the gift basket to the Fantasy Sports Show August 25th to 27th at the International Center in Mississauga. And here's the question. I'm not just giving it away. You're going to have to earn it on this Friday. All right. We're going to make it NFL. Which tight end had the most receiving yards in 2016? Which tight end had the most receiving yards in 2016? You can call 416-870-1050, 416-870-1050, or toll-free 1-855-591-6876, 855-591-6876. First person to get it right wins the prize pack. This is going to be a fun show. Like I got the two seminars, but I can't wait to just walk around and see everything that they have. Interactive games and, and all that. It's, it's going to be great. The food is supposed to be phenomenal, too. Going to have a tailgate experience. So, that's the uh, question again. Which tight end had the most receiving yards last season? 416-870-1050. 416-870-1050. Toll free 855-591-6876. So, if producer Joe Narsa collected up some calls there, Ru, see who wins the four tickets and the gift basket to the Fantasy Sports Show. And also, guys... Uh, Toronto today brought to you in part by LeaseBusters. They'll rescue you from your car lease. Lease Busters, heroic? Maybe helpful? Totally. People would love to take over your car lease. For your lease relief, go to leasebusters dot com. All right, we got Travis from Port Perry on the line. Travis, how are you? Are you a big fantasy player?
0: I try my best when
1: I get a chance. a boy. So the the prize again is the Fantasy Sports Show. Four tickets and a terrific gift basket August 25th to 27th at the International Center in Mississauga. And the question, which tight end had the most receiving yards in 2016? Who do you have?
0: I'm just winging it. I don't even know if he's a tight end, but I'm going to go with Jones.
1: No. Incorrect. Uh... Incorrect, sir. Incorrect. And we need the full name, too. Travis, thanks for the call. Jones is a pretty generic name. Uh, <laughs> Travis thanks for listening but that's a terrible guess Hey how about Smith Ace Grizzly Have, <laughs> Just give some generic name How about uh, uh, S- uh, Smith Yeah sure Come on You don't need more than that to get the fancy sports show pack folks Four tickets in a gift basket And alright we got Adam in Hamilton next Adam are you a fantasy sports fan Yes sir all right, yes, which is your, are you mainly NFL, baseball, Football what do you like? and hockey. And hockey. Yes, nice. All right, well, hey, you know what? There's going to be lots of hockey talk and uh, yes, and advice at the Fantasy Sports Show. So, again, August 25th to 27th at the International Center, com. Which tight end had the most receiving yards in 2016? Yes, Adam, are you there? Yes, I am there. All right. Did you hear the question?
2: Uh, I know what the answer is, yeah.
1: All right, which tight end had the most receiving yards in 2016? Who you got?
2: Was, was it Travis Kelsey? You got it! Diner, Diner. Oh, you got it! Nice.
1: boy! All right, Adam. So you win four tickets to the Fantasy Sports Show and a gift basket. So congratulations. Stay on the line. Yeah, Our producer, sure. Joe Narsa, will take your stuff. Enjoy it, man. I'm going to be down there. Pop by and say hi. Yeah, for sure, Jeff. Thank you very much. All right, that is Adam from Hamilton. Winner! Four tickets and a gift basket. To The Fantasy Sports Show. Visit com. All over social media, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. Is that clubs. a Derek
2: Jeter type of gift basket? Like, what's in this? Oh, thing?
1: my. Uh, I don't think there's a signed Derek Jeter ball. That'd be a great gift basket to get, though. You got a signed ball? Come on. I'm just looking. And some of it... Oh, well, oh, there's tons of stuff in here. There's lots of goodies. Looks like some Argos tickets. You're getting... Inside, ooh, again inside fantasy football and inside fantasy sports tips getting some drink prod there's lots of stuff. Football tons of stuff in the gift, gift basket. Uh, we're going to talk more about the fantasy sports show uh, at 12:30 with Mikey Singer. He's organizing this bad boy and he's going to be able to tell you what's going on. all the special guests. It's, uh, I I can't wait to do it next weekend. Uh, that coming up will also help tee up the Jays game against the Chicago Cubs later on today. A lot more coming up here on Toronto Today. Welcome back to the show. This is Toronto Today on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, and on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Andy McNamara with you until 1 o'clock. And, then uh, Mike Hogan takes over. You can vote on our Twitter polls. At TSN 1050 Radio. At AndyMC81. Uh, a fantasy football question up there. Which high-profile player should you ignore? And another one. Another poll question. Are the Jays for real on this hot streak? Are they for real? you buying it? Are they going to climb over six other teams three games back for the second wildcard spot and make it? Or is it just a fun little win streak and it doesn't mean much? At TSN 1050 Radio at AndyMC81 on Twitter. On the line now, he is the organizer, the man, when it comes to this mega event, the Fantasy Sports Show, coming up August 25th to 27th at the International Center in Mississauga. Mr. Mikey Singer. Mikey, how's it going, buddy?
3: Great, and thanks for that awesome intro.
1: Oh, you know what? I I try, and obviously you have great tastes in uh, in hosts and people to organize seminars, because I'm going to be giving two seminars there on the 26th.
3: Uh, and I'm super stoked to, to see them. You're doing one on CFL, and you're, you're doing one on, uh, what, was, what was the second one we're you We're doing? doing some CFL and NFL. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. what was the second You're doing those sleeper picks? Or, yeah, we're
1: going to do, actually, yeah, yeah, that's a great point. So we're going to do uh, kind of the Hail Mary starts, the under-the-radar uh, waiver wire pickups. So, because really, like Mikey, if you're in a fantasy league, and, and uh, pro guys know this and, and all that, you win it on the waiver wire. Like You can draft, but you win it by finding those gems throughout the season.
3: Oh, 100. I think you, you build your base in the draft. Yeah. You can definitely lose a pool in the draft. You can't oh, win, it, sure. but you can lose a pool in the draft. So you build your base on the draft, and you definitely win the pool on the waiver wire, 100%. Yeah.
1: Now, Mikey, this event is huge, and I encourage people to check it out uh, at thefantasysportshow.com. And there is there is so much going on, so I, I want to come back to all the actual experts and, and help and tips and all that. But just from the exhibition standpoint of it, there's beer gardens, there's great, there's the tailgate experience, there's interactive games. Like, what are you most forward looking to outside of the the expert speakers? Like, what part of it are you most looking forward to?
3: Uh, it's got to be the interactive uh, sports area where we've got uh, fantasy combine going on, and we've also got the Argos doing a kick and punt uh, demo. So for me, it's all about having fun, interactive things. I'm a little bit competitive, so I can't wait to to, uh, challenge my family and friends to see which of us is the most athletic (laughs) or or unathletic, as this will go, because we've got the 40-yard dash, the cone drill, and uh, the high jump. Really, it's fun for the whole family. It's really welcoming to everyone. Uh, At our pricing, you know, it's $12 for an adult to get in online, and it's free for kids under 12. It's eight dollars for youth online, so we really try to make it yeah. really affordable for families to come down and have a good time, because it, it's a social event fantasy at the end of the day.
1: Sure. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. It's about it's about getting together, bragging rights, and but there's also more than just getting getting tips and even the interactive stuff. Like the collectibles corner looks awesome.
3: Oh, I, I see you've been poking around there. I've the, been poking, right? man. I'm looking. Uh, it's funny. One of our one of our uh, vendors there is Jaywalk, and they have these awesome Jay steam t shirts that I have been rocking literally since they sent it over to me. <laughs> what I love most about it is they don't put those annoying tags at the back.
4: Right. their tag
3: is printed on, and I don't understand how more people haven't figured it off. Uh, figured it out. Their their logos are awesome. It's very cool. We've got some really, really cool local vendors, and then we've got. Um, you know, we've got the old lease coming in, you mm-hmm. know, Darcy Tucker is going to be in there signing autographs. Mike Palminter is going to be signing autographs, Johnny Bauer, Wow. you know, and Johnny Bauer, I've met a couple of times. He's awesome. He's, he's such, such a, a great guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, you hear that again and again from everybody is just how great a guy Johnny is.
1: And you got Mike Bossy coming in too, right?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he he's not a former leaf, but, uh, my father remembers him as an amazing hockey player. Uh, I still think he's incredible, and he'd probably light up the league right now. Yeah, well, so you got
1: you got those hockey guests, and then for MMA and fight fans, Mike Bisping,
3: current UFC yeah.
1: champ in the house,
3: yeah, and, and guy who's about to take down a Canadian icon and crush all our oh hopes and dreams in, in destroying George St. Pierre. Oh, they, yeah, they just announced their fight, so they're going to be fighting for the middleweight championship. It's we're lucky we booked him before that all kicked off. So he's going to be meeting with fans, and what's awesome about it is they don't have to pay anything extra to get his autograph or take a picture with them. Playline sponsoring his appearance here, so they've got him at the booth. As well, he's going to be doing uh, a fireside chat with Cody Saptic, talking about his career, talking about the upcoming fight, uh, and I'm sure talking trash. I I really (laughs) like, I have never heard someone talk as well as him.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, it's amazing the way he's able to hype up a fight. And so, it's a fight that doesn't need to even be hyped up, but he's going to be bringing it.
3: Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? Like, that's why I, I'm excited to meet him. I think he's really funny. I can't wait to meet these, some of these people in person. You know, it, it's been great talking to you and setting everything up. You know, it's one of the chances that we get. Uh, we've been talking about it. It's probably the greatest collection of fantasy minds in one room outside of the FSTA.
1: Right, right. And, and, and there's... There's also the uh, I'm looking online. People check it out. Like there is, there is so much to go through on the fantasy sports showcom uh, The Proline Ultimate Sports Den. What's that about?
3: Okay, so you know what? Uh, like I said before, we're open and fun to everyone, and especially sports fans. So what we want is your little area that you watch your sports, your fantasy sports, you draft, you do your stuff. We want that to be set up as good as possible. So what Proline's done is they sponsored the area and they're setting up a really cool display. And we've got areas for people to, you know, play with, uh, control V's VR setup. And we've got uh, a Madden competition going on from OSEL, oh. which is Ontario Esports Leagues. And we're going to be giving out prizing. You know, and nothing is is complete in a in an ultimate sports den unless you got a gaming experience in there. Because in fantasy sports, you've got to also dominate in Madden.
1: Oh, you, you have to uh, see. I'm a good Madden player, but I always come up short because I refuse to play with any other team than my Cleveland Browns. So I'm a, it's tough. Uh,
3: <laughs> you you had a rough go. You you have to play with some of the the. You need to be like, okay, listen, I got to roll with the '60s Browns. Yeah, go, whatever you, you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that's where you. I'm just terrible. I, I am not a great Madden player. And my friend Jamie Chadwick just destroys me every oh, time. Oh, boy. And it's, it's horrible. Like, he, every time he wants to come over, he wants to play. He's like, You got Madden? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, You've been playing. I'm like, I swear I haven't. <laughs> Even if I practice, I'm still terrible. But uh, that's the fun of it.
1: Exactly. So uh, now that's all the, the side stuff. If you're a sports fan, fantasy fan, collector, whatever. Uh, but the actual. Fantasy advice and experts. As you said, the collection under one roof over the three days is going to be spectacular. Tell us about a few of the guys coming. I know they're from this, the States, uh, from up here in Canada. Like it, It's it's quite a haul.
3: Yeah, we've grabbed people in. We've grabbed a lot of experts in from across North America, some of the best fantasy minds, including yourself. And the DraftKings has sponsored the Knowledge Center, where we're going to be giving out uh, seminars included in your ticket. We have three knowledge pods running throughout the days. And one will be dedicated just to fantasy football because we are leading into the season. And then we have every other sport that you could think of. You know, if you're into hockey, don't worry. We've got Chris Meaney covering that. If you're into UFC, Cody Saptic is going to cover that. We've got Len Hotspur covering golf. So we really try to run the gambit and make sure that you're covered for your fantasy season. And it doesn't matter if you're an expert or a beginner. We have what you need.
1: It's it's going to be incredible. And that, that's the thing, right? Like, the, especially this time of year with the um, uh, NFL fantasy pools coming up. Everybody's got questions, and you're going to be able to go and, and have the opportunity not just to hear but to interact and find out, yeah, okay, well, do, who who is a, a sleeper? Or, or sometimes just as difficult, who do I take with my first pick? Like, who do you take in the first round? Because if you miss on that, just like in real life football, it's going to be a tough year.
3: Oh, like we said, you don't win it in the draft, but you can definitely lose it in the draft. So you bust out in the first two rounds. That, that could have a serious effect on what you're doing for the rest of the season. It can make it not fun. Um, and, and also, if you're in a dynasty, we've taken a step further. So we brought some great minds together and put them together in a rent and expert area. Yeah. So for $40, you get 30 minutes one-on-one with the fantasy expert to go over your team, your draft strategy, build it up, so, yes, the draft wizards are great, and everything's great. There's nothing better than having someone one-on-one that you can go back and forth with and talk about your plan going into a draft.
1: Awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's August 25th to 27th. Uh, you can check out the schedule as well at and I, I can't wait to, to be there next Saturday, but yeah, come check it out all, all three days. Mikey, we gave away the, uh, the prize pack just before you came on. As well So uh, we have Adam from Hamilton Who's going to be down there All excited too So it's it's going to be great
3: great. And tell Adam We'll we'll end up After the show September 16th We're all going to head down To the Argos game together Because he got in that prize pack Some awesome Argos tickets
1: very cool
3: Yeah uh, the Argos gave us Two, two inside that prize pack is two two pairs uh, or a pair of tickets to the Argos worth seventy five bucks a piece. Oh. A bunch of us from the show and a bunch of the contest winners are going to go down. We'll have a whole section and we're going to have a party down there.
1: That's awesome, man! It's going to be going to be great. Well, I, I can't uh, can't wait for it. And everybody, check it out. As you said, tickets were what twelve bucks for adults.
3: Yeah, it's, oh. if you go online, it's twelve dollars for adults. It's eight dollars for use. It's uh, for kids under twelve. It's free. Okay. Parking down there is free. Um, And if you're, you know, for all women coming down on Friday, Friday is women's draft day. So it's uh, two for one tickets for all women coming down to the show.
1: Ladies Day on Friday.
3: All right. It is. Awesome. We want to make sure, again, it's a social experiment uh, where we're grabbing everyone together, get them off the computers, bring them out to the show. A lot of times women have times uh, have a tough time filling the women's draft leagues. We want them to get together with like I, other like-minded women so we can make sure those drafts are full.
1: That's going to be t- tons of fun at the International Center, August 25th to 27th, com. Mikey, thank you so much, buddy. We'll see you down there next Saturday.
3: Have a good one. Thanks again.
1: All right, Mikey, singer-organizer of the Fantasy Sports Show. Guys, I can't wait to come down for that. That's great. Uh, Skrizy, I know you're going to be out of town, but Joe is going to be um, – Popping by with me for some uh, some NFL and, and CFL talk. I'll see if I can pass along some tips to you, Skrizy. See if I can help you out. Yeah, sure, bud. See if I can, see if yeah, I can find some That's extra what stuff. I need, Andy
2: McNamara's help.
1: That's right, baby. It's coming for you. You're the Blake Portals of fantasy football. Wow. Too bad I have my own show and you don't. Woo! Gutty. How about that? Huh? Don't talk trash if you can't back it up. Boy! Blue Jays playing later on this afternoon. 220 start against the Cubs in Chicago. Our own Scott MacArthur's down there too. Checking it out. Jay Happ starting. Six and eight record, three point six three ERA. He's been much better as of late, though. It was I think beginning of August, August second against the White Sox, he had that ten strikeout performance. And if the Jays want any chance to make a run and get that second wild card spot. Oh boy, uh, they, they, they got to start in this tough series against the first place Chicago Cubs. Six teams, they have to pass. Only three games back though. Oh, we'll come back, wrap up with our Twitter poll question, our Jays poll question, as well as our fantasy football question. You want to talk fantasy football, Jays, or anything else, I'll open the phones. 416 870 870 1050 toll free, 855 591 7-6. Come back to wrap up Toronto today after this on TSN 1050. Back to wrap up Toronto today here on TSN 1050. I'm Andy McNamara with you till the top of the hour and then Mike Hogan takes over. You can get us on Twitter at TSN 1050 Radio at AndyMC81. You want to talk some Blue Jays getting ready to Face the Cubs in Chicago. Jay Hap in the start. We can talk Jays. We can talk fantasy football. 416-870-1050. Toll free 855-591-6876. 416-870-1050. 855-591-6876. We're wrap up our Twitter poll question here. Uh, I guess we got a, a pair of them. And on the fantasy football side, we have which high-profile player are you avoiding Early in your fantasy football draft. At TSN 1050 Radio, at M C 81 Which high-profile player are you avoiding? Rob Gronkowski, Des Bryant, Ezekiel Elliott, or J.H.I.? Leading the way still, Ezekiel Elliott at 46%, Gronk at 27%, Des Bryant 16 and in last, J.H.I. Zeke, of course, facing the six-game suspension. And we'll have to see how... How that works out? We have on Twitter at awiii75 says good buck, uh, good bucks talk. Andy from earlier in the show, Ajay gets Bills and Jets twice a year. Gonna be running because they stink. Worth RB one status. So AW saying go with Ajay as an RB one. I just think he's risky. Listen, are there worse options? Yeah, and there's so many running back by committees. You'd be. There's a lot worse options than J.H.I. Had the concussion, though, in preseason. Offensive line below average to begin with, and you lost the tackle. So how effective is he really going to be? Also, he was spotty. Put up good numbers overall, but spotty game-wise. Like, had a couple of big games, disappeared inconsistent. That's what else you got to watch for. I'd love him as an RB2. But as an RB1? Mm, I don't know. And for our Blue Jays poll, again, at TSN 1050 at AndyMC81, uh, the Blue Jays, now 15-8 and 8 since July 24th, playing 652 baseball, 41 games left, three games back at the second wild card spot, but have six teams to pass. Will they make the playoffs? Nope, just a hot streak? Or, yes, getting hot at the right time? Uh, tweet in from uh, Amy Blasco on Twitter, at ARB913. She says, if the Indians can go on a 10-game streak a few years ago to make it to the wild card, then anything is possible. So, yeah, she's right. But the Jays have to go on something like that, a 10-game win streak, and then all the teams ahead of them have to not play lights out or go on an extensive win streak themselves. That's where the challenge is. It's not the three games back. It's the six teams in front of them. And lean the way in that poll is, nope, just a hot streak, 39%. Yes, getting hot at the right time that they will make the playoffs for the Jays. All right, guys, before the show, producer Joe Narsa told me a a fun little piece of audio um, on my beloved Cleveland Browns and their notorious quarterback list since 1999. I'm sure you've all seen it. It has the jersey, the famous jersey. I've seen it in the window in Cleveland in a store shop. It has every... Quarterback that has played for the Browns since 1999. It is a list, folks. It is a long, sad, sad list. And you got, man, uh, almost too many to count. But Joe Thomas, who future Hall of Fame left tackle for the Browns, he was drafted in 2007 with the, I believe, it was the third overall pick going to the Hall of Fame, has made the Pro Bowl every year, has not missed a snap, never mind a game, not a play, not a snap, in his entire NFL career. Joe Thomas was asked at practice yesterday if he could name all of the 18 quarterbacks he's protected starting. There's been more who have played, but starting quarterbacks, Joe Thomas was asked to see if he could list them off.
4: I have with me the list of quarterbacks that Joe Thomas has had to protect and block four over time. It's not pretty, folks. <laughs> All right, so we've got Derek Anderson, Charlie Fry, Pride of Akron, what an honor it must have been. Seneca Walsh, Colt McCoy, was that four? That's four. Brady Quinn. Beautiful man, not a great quarterback. Jake DeLome. Oh, Ken Dorsey, I believe. Miami's zone. Brian Hoyer. It was fun watching a local boy not do well. Oh, Bruce Gradkowski. He started with Johnny Manziel.
0: What a treat, that one! The He's steam laughing, is coming out here. But
4: this is great. Uh, Thad Lewis. He protected Thad Lewis! Brandon Whedon. Oh. Cody Kessler. 12, Jason Campbell. 13, 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh! Uh, Josh McCown. Good buddy. McCown, of that course. That's 15. That's 15. Oh, and Robert Griffin. The bones of Robert Griffin III. Um, Connor Shaw. Yep, he started the last game of the year against the Ravens. I can see his face. Austin Davis. What a nightmare. Yes, I was able to do it. Well done, sir. Wow. Wow. And that was since 2007.
1: That many quarterbacks since 2007 when Joe Thomas came into the league. Think in comparison like the Pittsburgh Steelers who have had Ben Roethlisberger and then just a handful of backups when he's been hurt. Oh, that's depressing. Wow. And then there's all the ones before that. You got Tim Couch, Kelly Holcomb. Spurgeon Wynn. Who's got a Spurgeon Wynn jersey? Anybody behind the glass? That was the quarterback drafted ahead of Tom Brady by the Browns. That one hurts. Also, he said Josh McCown, his brother Luke McCown, played in 2004. And you got Doug Peterson. There's a coach now. Joe Thomas at Thad Lewis. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's not pretty. Ty Detmer. Trent Dilfer. And Jeff Garcia. Whew. Thanks, guys. You really depressed me. Thanks, Joe. Good
2: stuff, buddy. It's so impressive how terrible that that team can be. Like, did you see how many? That's like 25 quarterbacks you named. And of all of them, I'm like, yeah, Jeff Garcia was good. Not with the Browns. But Jeff Garcia was good. Jeff Garcia was traded after the first game of the season in two thousand seven, and when Derek
1: Anderson took over, that's how bad he was.
2: And like two years before that, he won a playoff game with the Eagles. That is correct. <laughs> so I think it's the jersey, to be honest <sighs> with you. There's something about that orange and uh, oh brown. Oh, Charlie. Maybe was, actually,
1: you know what? I think that might have been Charlie Fry. Okay, misspoke. Yeah, it was Charlie Fry who got traded after the
2: the first game. Which uh, which quarterback do you guys have that was a pitcher?
1: For the Brandon Yankees? Whedon, was
2: it Brandon Whedon
1: in the minor league system. Brandon Whedon is the
2: richest failure in sports out there at multiple sports. What about Jamarcus Russell? Did he make like fifty two million dollars and never basically play? No, I'm talking about multiple sports. Oh, he was a high end prospect pitcher. Failed. He's like the Cleveland Browns version of Bo Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Jackson was great at two sports. This guy sucked at both. Sucked. And then, first-round pick quarterback
1: failed. He's also apparently a hell of a golfer. I would love to see him make the PGA Tour and finish last to fail at three sports. I don't think that's ever been done. Have you had three guys who have played three professional sports and sucked at all of them? I don't think that's happened. Hmm. Derek, out out of the whole list, I think my favorite was Derrick Anderson because it was the season of dreams in 2007 they went 10 and six and missed the playoffs. Boy, he was good, Derek Anderson. then Brady Quinn came in and mucked it up. He was ter- guys is there I, when we were talking earlier with Tim Graham about quarterbacks sticking around like Chad Henney and, and just hanging around Brady Quinn, was there a better looking quarterback that sucked than Brady Quinn, who just kept hanging around two too big of arms, Mike Hogan in studio now. As we wrap up in about a minute. But Brady Quinn, prettiest looking guy you could find, couldn't throw the ball more than five yards. They had his, his jersey when he, when he uh, left Cleveland. They call it the three and out special for Brady Quinn. And they said he once got mad at Eric Mangini, threw the clipboard at him, but he was standing six yards away and it didn't hit him. Terrible quarterback, Brady
2: Quinn. No, let's be honest, it got intercepted and ran <laughs> back for a touchdown.
1: By the secretary.
2: Yes. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for Toronto
1: Today. Jays uh, action at 2.20 when they take on the Chicago Cubs. Argos uh, up this weekend, Saturday afternoon, as they host the Mantra Alouettes. Mike Hogan will have much more for you coming up in just a few minutes. So for producer Joe Narsa and Mike Skryzniak, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to Toronto Today on TSN 1050.